The following program was made possible by the generosity of those who have determined to hold fast to the true Roman Catholic religion, as expounded by the Roman Catholic Church before the disasters of Vatican II and the so-called New Mass. Hello and welcome to What Catholics Believe. I'm your host, Thomas Nagley, and with me tonight is Father William Jenkins. He's a traditional Catholic priest, a member of the Society of St. Pius V. He's also the pastor of Immaculate Conception Church right here in Norwood, Ohio. Hello, Father. How are you? Very fine, Tom. Thank you. And yourself? Doing well. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Glad to be here. Father, there is obviously a lot going on in our country today. Not a lot of it is good, to say the very least. Uh, but one thing in particular that uh, has been making the rounds uh, throughout a lot of our a lot of our news is this uh, one Mr. Sean King I guess who uh, used to be a, a rather leading voice in the Black Lives Matter movement I'm not sure how involved he still is but he, he said a number of things in a, a series of tweets that uh, were very controversial and uh, very impactful to Catholics and, and Christians all across the world. So I'd like to kind of go through some of the some of the things that he said in, in his series of tweets, Father, and just get your, your reaction to these. Uh, one of the, the first things he, he says here, again, this is a, a tweet on his uh, Sean King Twitter account. He said that, yes, I think the statues of the white European they claim is Jesus should also come down. They are a form of white supremacy and they always have been. What do you think of that, Father? Are depictions of our Lord as a white European man, are those a form of white supremacy in any way? No, only in the mind of a man like Sean King, evidently. And uh, other, others who have an axe grind, I guess, I guess uh, there's no question of uh, our Lord being depicted as a male, as a white, and he says European, uh, is simply a cultural thing. Wherever you go in the world, uh, uh, our Lord is depicted uh, according with the feature with the features of the of the race predominating in the area. For many many years now, in in Africa, uh, crucifixes have shown our Lord as black uh, of the black race. In Asia, crucifixes have depicted our Lord for many years, centuries, as uh, with Asian features. Right? Uh, we see that when our Blessed Mother appears around the world uh, over the centuries, she, in her appearances, adopts the, uh, the features of, of the, the indigenous population she's appearing to. And uh, I'm, I'm sure she does so, uh, well, not only because she can, but because she, uh, she wants to show that she truly is the mother of all mankind. And uh, just like the Church herself, the Catholic Church is... Catholic because it is for all mankind and wherever the church has gone she's tried to uh, cultivate a not only uh, converts but vocations who will rise to the ranks and actually be the leaders of the church in in these various areas and various uh, communities and uh, so uh, it is not unusual at all for the uh, the, the the corpus of our Lord on the cross to reflect the the features of uh, the people to whom the faith has come. 
the same when uh, missionaries arrived here and in the United States, what is now the United States of America, um, and just North and South America in general. I mean, the, uh, the depictions of our Lord and uh, the crucifixes and statues and so on reflect the, uh, the, the native peoples to which the faith has come. So, um, you know, for, for this man to now try to assign this to, uh, to some kind of white supremacy as a statement of white supremacy is, is absolute nonsense, of course. It shows a, kind of a deranged mind and someone who is uh, just very bitter about something. But uh, you say he's, he's, he was a spokesman for Black Lives Matter, but uh, he is not uh, any longer. What was the problem? Was it... He was too um, too extreme in his views, or he wasn't extreme enough. Was he? Um, I guess they would say too uh, too favorable to the black person, or not not enough, not black enough. I mean, what was the problem there? My understanding, Father, is that he uh, there was some dispute over the issue of his race. There were, there were a lot of uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, group members who said that, uh, you know, he was actually a white man masquerading as a black man, uh, trying to, you know, gain their, their, their privileges when, when in reality, if uh, one looks at his birth certificate, they said that uh, there are two white Caucasian parents on his birth certificate. And so therefore, he is obviously a white man. His, his response to that was something along the lines of his uh, his father that is listed on his birth certificate is not actually his biological father, but rather his mother had an affair with a very light-skinned mm. black man, and that is actually his, his biological father, so he is actually a legitimate black man. So there's kind of a lot of dispute over Now that is rather ironic, because <laughs> basically then they marginalized him from being a spokesman for Black Lives Matter because he was trying to inject himself like white supremacy. Mm -hmm. He's trying to inject himself uh, into their group to take advantage of them as a white supremacist. So he was essentially being accused of his own, his own version of white supremacy. Mm -hmm. okay. And so they marginalized him. Isn't, that's very ironic. <laughs> but now he comes out and he says that the statues are representing our Lord, right? Corpuses on the cross, um, and, and the Blessed Mother herself, anything that depicts them as white, mm -hmm. they should be destroyed. And, and stained glass windows, too. Yeah, I'm sure any, any represent yeah. painting or anything. Yeah, he says, he says all, in an, another tweet, he says, All murals and stained glass windows of white Jesus and his European mother and their white friends should also come mm -hmm. down. They are a gross form of white supremacy. They're created as tools of oppression, they're racist pop propaganda, and they should all come down. This man just hates white. He hates white people. I think it's uh, quite marvelous that the, you know they talk about uh, there's the, there are white people and then there are people of color, as though white isn't a color. And I mean, you've got all different shades of white, right? You get all, and nobody's actually pure white. But the odd thing is that white, as a color, contains all the colors. It reflects all the colors, you know, the entire spectrum of colors are contained within white, you know, you see that in a prism, you know. And black is actually an absence of color. It is actually an absence of color, so it, it's peculiar. The, 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 mm. But so much of, of the message is propaganda, and what this man is passing on is just hateful propaganda. 
Um, but it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. I would consider that to be, a, uh, uh, this man is a terrorist myself, because he seems to be inciting people to violence <laughs> and to attacking other people's religions, you know, uh, Christianity and notably Catholicism, because Catholicism has the images of our Lord, right? Protestantism supposedly, like Islam, doesn't want uh, images, right? Um, although, I mean, many Protestants do, uh, in fact, um, do go along with that. I mean, they have nativity sets at Christmas, and they don't really see idolatry when there's a statue. They, they just realize that it's just a reminder and, a, a, uh, you know, and it helps us to kind of remember our loved ones as, as you would have a picture of someone you love, you know, hanging in your home to remind you of them. And, but in this case, it's uh, a saint or our Lord himself uh, in heaven right now to uh, let them, uh, in a sense, enable us to feel that much more cl closer to them. And that is why the Catholic Church has always adorned her churches with the statues of the saints and uh, the Blessed Mother, uh, our Lord, because entering the church was meant to be an experience of, of almost like, like going to heaven. So you were in heaven, you know, populated by saints when you went there as close as you could to earth. That was uh, very important for those who uh, had hard lives and they could come to a very beautiful church that was so glorious and magnificent and just have a certain sense of the splendor of heaven and, the desire, and, and awaken the desire to go there and be with our Lord and with his saints. Nowadays, it's very, very, it, it's impossible to get that sense or feeling in a Novus Ordo church. They've been stripped. So maybe there are even so-called Christians who would listen to the voice of this man rise up and want to smash statues, right? And smash pictures, stained glass windows. But I tend to think not. We tend to think, well, let's look at this. Recently, we've seen uh, mobs tear down statues of George Washington, uh, right? Uh, yeah. Christopher Columbus. Right, Christopher Columbus. Um, who else have we, uh, we've seen, uh, they had to take the statue of Theodore Roosevelt away to protect it, right? Uh, Father Junipero Serra, they torn that down. Uh, they took, uh, they tried to destroy the statue of Andrew Jackson, I think that's Dave, Thomas Jefferson, and so on. So it's, now that this man speaks up here with all of this going on, and says, let's tear down the statues of Jesus too, and the pictures and the stained glass windows and so on. Any image that shows him as white, let's tear it down. You know, he might have been trying to start something like a, a countrywide or even worldwide now a movement, a mob movement to destroy the images. But I think if they tried, they realized that they would have really uh, reaped the whirlwind. I, I, I still believe that people will rise up and defend them mm -hmm. and will not let that happen. And uh, I mean, if this man wants to see black people hurt, then let them answer his call to attack that and they will find there will be resistance and people will not allow that to happen easily. Mm -hmm. And so I, I'm wondering, uh, you know, you see in these Black Lives Matter people, and I, I see, see that he is a wannabe, wannabe sort of, but they found him that he was not 
eligible, I guess, um, you see in them the revolutionary, I mean, something like this just really unmasks them. They might as well be like behind leftist masks for BLM. If you look behind the leftist masks of BLM, you find a certain hatred. You, say, you find hatred, really, there. And uh, a movement built as a revolutionary movement to attack and destroy. Not to build uh, anything positive or good, but to attack and destroy. And um, so, uh, unfortunately, I think this man reflects that. But I'm, I don't think... I don't think by far most black people would answer a call like that. I think if anybody was going to answer his call and rise up and do what he's suggesting, it would be whites. I think white leftists would do that. You see the white leftists active throughout this. I think they're the worst element in all of this right now. The white Marxist leftists who are inciting for violence everywhere. And uh, I think they're trying to use... The, the black protesters who are actually protesting, protesting violence, they see, uh, committed against them, unwarranted violence committed against them. And uh, by the way, um, I, 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 I lament that too, because all too often they're, they're, they're uh, you know, attacking the police for being, uh, for being too rough and even deadly rough, as in the case with uh, George Floyd which is a real awful thing, um, truly. And I think everybody agrees with that. That's an awful thing. And, uh, but in any case, um, but they wind up defending criminals. I mean, the people actually have criminal records and were involved in crimes uh, while these things were going on. And, and that does not, uh, that, I don't think that well represents the black people. For them to hold up these people as the victims when, uh, you know, the vast majority of black people are not criminals. And uh, they're, they're, I find that they tend to be very devout and reverent toward sacred things. That's why I don't think, I don't think that black people are going to hearken to the voice of this man. I don't think he represents them in making a call for that, because I just don't see them doing that attacking uh, statues or images of our Lord, regardless of what race or color they're representing us. Mm -hmm. uh, because I think generally they have too much reverence for our Lord himself. But I do see these, these vicious white Marxist leftists uh, doing what he is suggesting here, just to, um, again, try to uh, ramp up their, their revolution and then try to stir up more and more hatred mm -hmm. and then blame it on the black people. Father, he, this, Mr. Sean King, he says here that uh, in, in the wake of his tweets that he put out, he's received around 20 death threats uh, in the past 12 hours after, after posting mm. those. He said that uh, that pretty much, that fact pretty much proves his point, that uh, your religion is actually whiteness with a Christian patina. Mm. Think about that. <laughs> religion well, is actually whiteness. Actually, the death threats, who knows where they came from. Yeah. I think a lot of these things are fabricated, yeah. you know, just to kind of show, oh, look how important I am. Now I'm worthy of death threats, yeah. you know, look, look how uh, my, what I said was so, so uh, earth shattering, you know, that yeah. people are responding this way. Nonetheless, there, there are people, no doubt, who would react that way. Um, but um, 
the fact is, no matter what, you know, if he said, if he'd said the same thing about any black depictions of Jesus or Asian depictions of Jesus, there would have been people calling and threatening him with death anyway. I mean, no, it, this, this is kind of par for the course right now. Uh, and it's odd here. Twitter uh, is, is banning people for saying um, incendiary things, but not him, not this. Yeah, they 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 don't ban him for saying something like this, and I think that is very telling about where they stand in all this. Not only that, but you know there are many large corporations in America, and. Um, there are also a lot of many public figures who've stood up and and uh, and almost fawned and worshipped before Black Lives Matter, right? bending over backwards to try to get in their good graces and to appease them. Where is the general public outcry against that? You know, where do you have these corporations responding to something like that and saying, "We reject this. We absolutely um, condemn this." This this cry to attack uh, churches and uh, you know religions, Christianity, Catholicism in particular, we reject that. Where do you find that? They don't, and I think they should be required to do so. I think they should be confronted with this. Look, you you've come out in favor of all this, and you're encouraging all this. And uh, you know, if I had a, a BLM. Uh, uh, Again, you know, I think they're violent. They're inciting to violence, I think. Um, I think that is their program, really. Uh, if I had one come up to me and say, you know, take any, kneel down, you know, say Black Lives Matter, I would say, well, I'll tell you something, sir. Uh, the difference between you and me is not that I'm white and you're black. Uh, it might even be a white protester who's saying the same thing, you know. I say, the difference is that, to me, all black lives matter. To you, that's not true. All black lives matter, don't matter to you. I say, did David Dorn's life matter to you? He might say, well, who's that? I'd say, well, okay, I rest my case. That proves my case right there. Did David Dorn's matter, life matter to you in the... A man, uh, a black man, long distinguished record in law enforcement, gunned down, gunned down by a 20-year-old black man in looting that you incited by your riots. Uh, did his life matter to you? No, I don't think so. And so, um, you know, I, mean, I, I, not, I would just tell him, look, I, I don't, I, I'm not going to kneel down and glorify your slogan as though, you know, I stand for what you stand for, because I don't. Because I believe that all black lives matter. And uh, that, uh, that you don't believe that. So that's your false religion, I'm telling. Mm -hmm. You know, you're a revolutionary Marxist, and uh, I condemn that. Mm -hmm. Father, do you find it troublesome that uh, it seems the the radical leftists, I guess if you can call them that, are are becoming more and more emboldened? Where I mean, we can even have something like this now, where you know someone 
has these just absolutely insane calls for for violence uh they face absolutely no no backlash whatever it, it seems they're and, being protected by leftist politicians and so they're becoming more and more and more bold do you, mm. do you see any kind of um clear lines being being drawn now where we kind of have you know the, the well i think a statement like this made by this sean uh, king yeah that helps draw, draw the line a little bit i'm glad he made that statement in a way, I'm glad because I think it shows what this is really all about. I think it is unmasking this for what it really is all about, and that it is anti-Christian, and that it is uh, it is Marxist, it is diabolical, that it is a matter of hatred. That is what is inspiring these people, and um, everything everything they say is about hatred, and. Um, uh, this is this is simply a reincarnation of the black power movement of the 1960s, 70s, and uh, it was inspired by Marxism. It was not for the benefit of black people at all. It was uh, for the benefit of, uh, well, basically, uh, for communist revolutionaries. Uh, took advantage of, of grievances and rubbed them and rubbed them raw until they could uh, uh, turn into a mob and turn it loose on, on our own society. I mean, where on earth do we find a society of people who have, have overthrown slavery and condemned it? <clears throat> and uh, the result of that was, uh, you know, communist uh, agitators coming into our country now and uh, trying now to to use everything they can to to um, exacerbate that grievance um, i'm very glad to say that the vast majority of black people in this country see right through it they understand that and they don't want that um, but there are there are those who can be all too easily easily influenced I think the, the kind of thinking behind this is reflected in even this man referring to uh, the Bible, uh, a passage from the life of our Lord, right? Was that, do you have that? He, he says that uh, where, when, when the Holy Family, I think he calls them the Holy Family, but no. when Jesus and Mary and, and St. Joseph, when they wanted to hide, uh, where did they go? They went to Egypt, not Denmark. Because they, because they could blend in right, exactly. in Egypt. Yeah. That's what they went to, to Egypt so they could blend in. Yeah. So now, again, I mean, this is absurd. I, I suppose he thinks he's going to actually convince people that this is very <laughs> clever and <laughs> correct. But in, but vast majority of people, white and black, will see right through that and realize if he's trying to prove by that 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 Jesus, Mary, and Joseph went to Egypt uh, to escape Herod because they would blend in there. They would. I think they'd re really realize that's nonsense. This is just um, silly. Just being really silly. Um, and uh, but again, it's a silliness born of prejudice. You know, they weren't going there to blend in. They were going there as exiles to escape. Right. A murderous king. And the fact that they came from. The fact that they didn't start there and they, they, they weren't native Egyptians indicates, no, that they were not, in fact, of that race. 
but that's the argument he's trying to make, which is nonsense. <laughs> In any case, uh, um, Tom, we, we have to pray very hard about this. We really have to pray because, uh, you know, the, these uh, revolutionary uh, Marxist agitators are just trying so hard. They're going all out now. And uh, they are definitely being backed by Soros and the, the Billionaires Club. They're, they're, they're fighting their way. Uh, they're determined that they're going to use this to, to uh, drive this to victory, you know, against Christ. A victory, ultimately, victory against God, against Christ, against our faith. And uh, we have to pray very hard uh, that God, in his goodness, will... Uh, will support, you know, will grant us the, the support and the aid we need now. Mm -hmm. And we'll come to our aid, despite our sins and our unworthiness. Uh, we have to repent, we have to reform, we have to pray, especially the rosary, we have to worship at the foot of the uh, foot of Calvary at the, at, at the Mass, receive our Lord worthily, truly, in Holy Communion. And uh, we cannot allow ourselves to be dominated by these things. Above all, we cannot allow ourselves to be dominated by hatred. That's what these revolutionaries are doing. They're all motivated by the same hatred. They are, they, they are filled with the, the desire, the concern, the lust for destruction, to destroy and smash everything that they, that they hate because they claim somehow it offends them. Um, but they're incapable of building anything, uh, anything good, anyway. All that will come out of it. Uh, if they succeed, is tyranny, tragedy, and uh, terror. That's all that they've ever been able to build, such people. Um, we have to, you know, beg God to pr protect us and defend us from that. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Um, last week, weekend, we were supposed to have this uh, Luciferian march for global government. Have you heard anything about it since? Anything on the news? Any trace of it? No, Father. What was it? Just kind of a private Halloween party downtown? Is that the essence of it? Nothing came of it. Nothing. Isn't that interesting? What was touted as going to be taking place in more than two dozen cities around the world, around the country, anyway, major cities, and you hear nothing about it. It makes you wonder if it came to nothing. We were praying, weren't we? We were praying for that. And, you know, the fact that there was nothing but a resounding silence about it <laughs> anywhere in the news makes us think that it was squelched and came to nothing. You know, that's good news. No news truly is good news in this case. And so not even a, you know, a 10 second soundbite on the news. Nothing. Well, good. If Satan can't garner more press than that, then I think we're doing, doing the right thing. So we, it just shows we've got to keep praying yep. with confidence in God. Well, Father, I guess I can let you go with that. I know we're trying to keep tonight's program a little shorter. Uh, you, you know, you have a very extremely busy schedule with uh, the retreats going on, both uh, the ladies' retreat and, and the men's retreat. Right, we got the ladies' retreat from last week. <clears throat> uh, God bless the ladies who came. <clears throat> men's retreat this week now. Father Green was the retreat master, and uh, the ladies I know were pleased. I trust the men will be also. Uh, I would suggest that we remember, as I said, that we must not allow ourselves to, to be 
goaded by Satan into responding with hatred. That would be the, the worst thing we could do. It's exactly what he wants, playing right into his hand. So I would suggest that we all find it within ourselves to sincerely offer a prayer for Sean King and the Sean Kings of the world, that God will have mercy on them too, right? Yep. And uh, not only him, but also to be praying for so many others there who are just lost because the real, the worst victims of all those, of all this, the actual worst victims of all this, are those who bought into it, the hatred, and are playing that role right now, you know, like Satan's little minions in the world. They're the real victims of this. We've got to pray for them uh, as well. We can't forget that. Yep. Thank you for being here tonight, Father. You're very welcome. God bless you, Tim. Yep. And all our viewers. Yep. Thanks to all of our viewers for watching this episode of What Catholics Believe. Until next time, we ask that you all remember the words of Our Lady of Fatima to consecrate yourselves and your families, to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, and to pray and do penance. Thank you, and God bless you.